What's up, everybody? This is Nikkei Roach. I hope you're doing wonderful. And whatever you're doing that you're excited about life and the creativity that you get to do. So I'm at the park. It's a beautiful day. There are people everywhere. There are, you know, dogs, no cats. Uh, My wife's here. The kids are at home. So I get to, you know, just spend some time with you. Entertaining. No, I'm just kidding. Not entertaining. Just, just, Just careful. And so... I was I'm looking at this park and I'm seeing, you know, it, it's sparsely decorated. I mean, it's, it's a public park, so it's not a lot of uh, activity going on. But there are people enjoying themselves and there's an amphitheater that's usually pretty engaging. But because of, you know, the season we're in with COVID, you know, it, it's just not a lot of folks here. So people are social distancing and, and doing what they need to do. Now, um, I was having a conversation, you know, just a few few moments ago with a, a church leader and it's a, it's, a, it's a house of worship that my family plugs into and I say plug into it kind of like electrically charged you go in there you get what you need to do for the week and you keep on moving and you do what you got to do um it, it's it's a unique um house of worship and if you ever in my town I, I'd invite you to come on down there they're funny they're entertaining they're a bunch of broken people who understand that they're broken but being able to you know Get, get healed, if you will, and to get equipped to do things. And so um, the house of worship leader asked me a question you know, like, um, Nikkei, you spend a lot of time in marketing. I don't do marketing. And they were looking at me as ways to kind of enhance, you know, the the attractiveness of the house of worship. And, and, I, and I sat back for a minute there and I was like, well, it's it's very diff, diff, very similar to a business in that you have to decide you know so why do people come to church I mean why do people come to a house of worship I mean right now there's a there's a current statistic that says and, and I'm sure somewhere you dig it up that a number of people are no longer attending churches or houses of worship for whatever reason for young people it could be because they don't see it as a viable part of their lives or for other people it's that you know church is kind of a you know bothersome thing and for others it's just hey I got other things I need to do so that's not really an important part of my life and so I was asking him I said why do people come to church and he said well you know he he gave me a a typical you know kind of religious leader answer and and for you know uh, salvation and you know various things like that and I was like well that may be important to you because you you are the minister you are the pastor you are the religious leader you're the iman you're the rabbi you're you have a particular role to fill so you're going to be biased but why do people come to houses of worship and he really couldn't give me an answer. And I said, as a marketer and as a, you know, someone who actually spends a lot of time studying and actually practicing and putting into work, why people come to certain businesses and why they don't. Why do businesses die and why do other businesses thrive? The reason is, is because there is an attractiveness. There is a desire. There is a willingness to come and invest. Now, that, that investment could be time. That investment could be, could be uh, you know, tides. That investment could be a number of things. Why do people come to this church? Why do people come to your house of worship? And I said, find out why people are c- coming to a church in the first place. And you will understand how to get more people to do that. Simply ask your parishioners, why do they come to it? And they may also give you answers. But go a little further. A lot of people come to church because it's a social activity. Other people come to houses of worship because it's, you know, salvation. Maybe it's something that's tradition. Why do you buy from a particular store, but you won't go to the other store? I said to him, 
find out ask the questions to each person ask the questions to your congregation what is it what is the attractiveness and then design a mission and a passion what is the mission that you have what is your objective yes your objective is to help people to get to the to heaven and to get them salvation and get them healed and all that but Along the path, there's other things that must be satisfied, okay? If someone is hungry, if someone is starving, if someone feels that no one cares about them, no one is listening to them, maybe they were abused. If you don't address those fundamental things, the the higher level stuff about salvation is irrelevant. A starving person who is on, or who are somebody who is in need of water, it's, it's hard for them to see past that because that's an that's a need right now. And what does that have to do with the massage? And what does that have to do with you? It's being able to go down deep and find ways to build your enterprise. How to attract a lot of people to be able to help solve their problems. Now, one of the things that we teach in our courses is being able to always be present, always be offering solutions, small solutions along the way. Now, Maybe someone has a difficulty converting people from just regular massage clients who pay you whatever dollars to people come to advanced care. Okay, maybe you have difficulty converting people from someone who just want to, you know, come every now and then to have them coming every week or every two weeks. How do you convert somebody who's been paying you just a little bit of money and how to convert them to high dollar clients? That is a strategy and that's a skill. But the way to do that is have little opportunities in solving little problems along the way. Same for the church. Solve little problems along the way. The bigger the problem that you solve, the more money you're going to make. The little problems you solve, the little money you're going to make. But you have to have the people there for you to sell, for you to solve their problems. So the way to do that is constantly be in front of them. You don't always have to be selling to people, but always be present. You don't always have to have to have the solution. Maybe it's something that you did like I'm doing right now. I'm in the park with my wife. We're spending time for her birthday and she's away doing her thing. And I just decided to step away just to talk to you is what are the little things that you can do along the way to constantly be in front of people? You have to be there because if you if you don't have a congregation, you can't bring a message. <laughs> if it's only you and one other person, you can't bring a message. But you have to have events and you have to have events. And events are, are simply little things like I'm doing here. A video, a podcast, an email. Uh, if you want to go that way, you know, go down to sending things in the mail, traditional mail. All these things keep people engaged so that when you say, I have a solution for a problem because people started telling you more and more and more people, then you know what to sell to them. So simple answer, simple ways, constantly be there, constantly engaging with people, little, little, little problems, little problems will show you bigger problems. And bigger problems is where the bigger profit is. If you need other ideas, other ways to increase your creativity, increase your wealth, increase your love of what you're doing without destroying your body, pop on over to NikkeiRoach.com. There's a book on there that I've posted. You can grab it. It's engaged. I didn't write it, but it's a wonderful book and teach you how to 
engage your customers, your clients, your patients to help them solve their little problems so that they can reveal to you their bigger problems. And that'll help you. I'll see you next time. Bye for now.